The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rabbi Uda Sadka, Aleva Shalom, when his wife passed away, he was in a terrible state. He was grieving in a way like you can't imagine. And the family and his friends, they were very nervous for him. So they came to Baba Sali at the time. And they said to Baba Sali, they said, you know, Rabbi, the Rabbi, Rabbi Sadka, you know, that he's, he's, he's really not dealing, he's not processing. We feel we're very nervous for him. The Rabbi said, listen, give him 30 days. The Halakha is a person. For 30 days is in a period of mourning. They're in their own world. After 30 days, bring him to me. 30 days pass. They bring the Rabbi of Satya to Baba Salih. Baba Salih prepares for him a big feast. Rabbi Yudha Satka was a very simple man. Didn't like to eat big meals. Didn't like to drink. Very simple, very straight, very humble. Baba Salih sits him down, he pours him a soup. He says, eat. When Baba Salih tells you to do something, you do it. He eats. Brings him food, eat. Okay, he's eating. He pours him a big arak. The rabbi, in his life, he didn't drink. If he smelled arak, he would start coughing. Baba Salih tells you, he says, I promise you, you won't get drunk. Nothing will happen. Your stomach won't go bad. He drinks the arak. And when Baba Salih poured arak, by the way, he wasn't cheap. He poured you a glassful, like the Moroccans know how to drink arak. The rabbi drank the arak. He says to him, he says, talk to me. How are you feeling? The rabbi starts explaining how upset, how down, how depressed. He is about the loss of his wife. Baba Sali says to him, I want you to know, I had a brother. His name was Baba Haki. The rabbi came to visit Baba Sali one day. And he was very busy. He used to go around giving classes, lifting people up, doing everything for everybody. He was very beloved, not just for his Torah, but also for his chesed. He came to visit Baba Sali one day, and Baba Sali said to him, I see you getting up to leave. Stay with me. He says, my brother, I have to go. I have a case of Shalom Bayit. They're waiting for me. He says, Dachilak, please stay. Ask him a second time. He says, I can't. I have to go. Shalom bayit. He says again, please stay. Almost like he's not listening to his brother. And Baba Haki, Rabbi Yitzchak, he said, I'm sorry. I have to go three times. He said, I have to leave. Ignoring his brother's request to stay. Baba Sali said, you have to go? Okay. He walked him to the door. It wasn't something he always did. He walked him all the way, way out. He, what's it called? He departed. Everyone was very worried. They couldn't believe what was going on over here. On the journey from Baba Sali's house to where he was traveling to this appointment, Baba Haki got in a terrible car accident. The car was hit by a truck. Baba Haki and everyone in the car, they passed away. Baba Sali, he knew what was coming. He felt it. So he begged him to stay, not to go. But his brother didn't understand and he left. My friends, Baba Sali tells of Sadka. He says, for 30 full days, I couldn't eat, I couldn't drink, 
I couldn't sleep. I was consumed by grief. And finally, after 30 days, my brother came to me in a dream. And he said, stop with your fasting. Stop with your crying. Stop with your praying. You don't know what a noise you're making in Shammai until they gave me permission to leave my place in Gan Eden to come down to tell you to stop. Baba Sali says, how can I stop? The way I lost you. The way you passed away. Blood all over the streets. Is that a way for a Sadiq to go? And Baba Haki said to his brother, he said, Baba Sali, he says, if you could see where I am now in Gan Eden, how beautiful it is, how special it is, you wouldn't cry one tear. You'd realize that I'm in a much better place than you are. He said, but the pain, but the suffering, he says, it took all of half of a minute. And then I was here. And the angels, like you said, Ki the angels came, the last words you said to me, they came and they lifted me to a higher place. My friends, I always think about this story. When I go to visit someone, and I see people are in pain over loss. And I think, you know what, if only they would know, if they would have that understanding, it would relieve them of some measure of that pain. But you know what, not everyone has a brother like Baba Chaki that can come and say those words to Baba Sali. Not everyone can. So what do the simple people like me and you do? What are we supposed to do when we feel these words of the Tehilim? Lo amut. We don't want to leave. We want to be here. What do we do? How do we respond? How do we act? So I want to share that the Pasuk is telling you something. You know what makes a person lo amut? You know what gives a person an extension on their life here? Ki for I promise to live. People can be in a depressed state. People can be upset over something, over losing something, over not having things go the way that they planned. Ki it's up to you. Are you going to decide to live, yes or no? Not everyone gets Baba Chaki. Not everyone has a rabbi or a best friend to pick me up. You know, you hear people say, I had a difficult situation with a divorce, with a loss, with my business, with my plans for the future. Something went wrong. And you know what? If not for my best friend, if not for my dad, they rely on someone else to lift them up. But what if you have nobody lift you up? You lift yourself up. Because I want to live. You're sad, you're upset, you're depressed, you're anxious. What do you want? You want the rest of your life to be that way? Or do you want to live? Key, because I want to live. Life is beautiful, my friends. Life is amazing. Life has so many wonders. Besides for the things that you wanted, that made it beautiful. There is life, there is beauty, without your expectations. And it's up to you to choose it. How do you do it? 
you start recounting to yourself all of the wondrous things that you do have. There's a pasuk that says, Kos Yishuot Ubishem Amonai Ekra. A cup of salvation I shall lift up, right? A cup of salvation. There's a fellow, I read an amazing story about a man who every time he finds something to be thankful for in his life, he writes a little note about this wonderful thing, this wonderful blessing that he has in his life. And he has a cup in his break front and he puts this little piece of paper, he folds it up and he puts it in the cup. And every once in a while when he's feeling down, he takes out the cup and he unfolds the paper. And he sees, I have wonderful children, I have a wonderful wife, I have an amazing uh, wife, a husband, a mother, a father. I had a wonderful father. I had a wonderful mother. Even after they go, is it not something to be thankful for that you were raised by such parents? Your grandfather, your grandmother, the community that you live in? If you have a cup and it's full of salvation, then you call out in the name of God no matter what situation you're in. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org